0: Hello, is this Andre Vothi? Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, wonderful. Great. Then you know that this is Jay Michaels, and if I'm on the line, you're on the air. Yes. Congratulations. Your show uh, your show just premiered at the IRT Theater. It was a movement piece, and it went really well. I got word from the director that he, uh, not the director, from uh, uh, from the reviewer that he loved it. And that it is part of an entire season that goes straight through to November. A major piece is through August, uh, but that's great. But the big story is you, Doctor. <laughs> when I read when I read your press piece, I was like, "This is one of the more unique stories I have heard in a very long time." Please tell our listeners, Doctor vaffe how you came to to America as as an actor.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Well, <laughs> if I may, um, I did indeed study medical school back in Switzerland where I'm from, and I graduated and started working as a doctor, actually, um, while I was doing my uh, PhD, kind of a doctor's thesis thing. And as I was working as a doctor, I found myself in two situations. The first one was that I found that um, the amount of time I was really standing with my patients and really trying to help them and heal them was very small. And the second thing I really felt like it was a good life, but like, don't take me wrong. I had like a really nice good life to be a doctor. You know, you're financially stable, your, your structure of life is quite unstable stable, and you don't have to worry too much about your future, which is kind of the opposite right now. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But, I'm glad uh, you said it. Yes, <laughs> Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but that being said, I felt like I knew what it meant to have a thrill life. Like I had a taste of it here and there. And I could feel it around me. And I could feel it in me. There was something in me that was just saying, This is nice, Andre. But you're not listening to that little voice inside yourself that can just make yourself vibrate. Like you make your every single cell of your human body vibrate. So, as I felt that, I decided to take a break. I didn't even think I would actually quit uh, being a doctor. I just thought I'd take a break. i travel a little bit just to get new inputs, new perspectives from different cultures. And they got, then I stopped traveling because I thought, okay, I'm traveling too much. Now it's time to do some introspective, retrospective, or like inner work on myself. And I was like, okay. Why do you like medical school? Why do you like to be a doctor? And many, many things were, there was many reasons, but one major reason was because I was that curious. I was really curious about how the human body works, and, or sometimes doesn't work, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and how to to help it, but as well as, you know, I really am a big empath, like I love, love people. And I was like, okay... Those are good reasons, and now let's look into maybe the past. When I was a child, what did I used to love to do? The things that, as I said before, I've always been very curious, so I always liked a lot of things. But one thing that really came back to me was acting. (laughs) I used to force my older brother to perform in front of her parents (laughs) every week. And and the other reason why I thought that might be it, because something in me was scared to choose that path. Something, something in me was a little bit, you know, triggered, and I was like, if I'm scared, that means there there must be something very special there. So I decided to go to do a, a ten days, with I and I completely fell in love with it. I was like, okay, I need to try this. I'm young. I I have that diploma in my pocket. I mean, like worst case scenario, if everything fails, I can always go back to be a doctor. Um, So I was like, okay, you you got the luxury to try it. Just do it. Um, And as I was doing a couple of films and plays in Switzerland, I was like, I could feel I wanted to have some kind of training. I could feel that that was great, but I needed I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> so basically I was like, okay, I need some training, and my parents used to live in New York when I was two years old, so I always saw pictures of New York, and I was imagine New York in this crazy, uh, creative, artistic, insane city with these good things and bad things, I guess. So oh, it, it was like that once, now we're holding on yes. tightly, yes. I know, I know. <laughs> That's the thing. When I came to New York, to be completely honest with you, I actually was a little disappointed in the first year <laughs> because I was like, where's the craziness? Where's the madness? Where's all the, the people on the street being crazy? And, uh, uh, and, but then as I was almost ready to give up and come back to Switzerland at the end of my first year of, of uh, acting school, some New York started to slowly but gently go under my skin, you know. Good. <laughs> and, and I started to smell that, that energy that, that those people who do express, those people who do live the fullest and, and have that insane energy. I'm, I'm using the word insane in the sense of it's just, it, it's just this vibration that is just different than anywhere else in the world. You're
0: totally right to call insane. And, and
1: I, I, I understood
0: it as a compliment myself. I completely okay, get it.
1: Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, I, th- I feel like I'm very lucky because being, you know, coming from Switzerland, which is a, a country literally on the mountains, and I have that beautiful, you know, background that is nature and mountains. I think it's perfect for me because I can balance it very well with that New York spirit, you know? Because I feel if I only had New York, I might, you know, I find it hard to stay completely stable if <laughs> you just live in that, you know, bubble. I I, I
0: completely get it. After yeah. a point, the the insanity that is still here can uh, uh, can force you to
1: close a door once in a while and be left alone. Exactly, exactly. Or it can make you lose kind of your yourself to some extent. Yes, fully. But having that, you know, having that balance with this wild, beautiful, majestic nature uh, that our mountains, uh, it's just, for me, it's a perfect balance. It's just wonderful. It's really just wonderful.
0: You, you said something which was really,
1: really, pardon
0: me, brilliant, uh, when you said something scared you so much you had to try it. So many people, oh, it scares me I'm going to stay away. No, you you went the other direction. Okay, here's something that's that's so frightening to me, I must see what it's like. And yeah. and I think that's brilliant. I think the the notion of the vibrations that you're feeling are absolutely wonderful. You you had it's it's most people do exact, and this is why New York is not what you thought it would be. Most people did uh, the exact opposite. They they came to crazy New York to follow their dream, and then since nine eleven, since uh, the the current government, if you will, uh, uh, people say, nope. I think I'm going back home and being a doctor. So I'm going back to where The Sound of Music was filmed and, and call it a day. Um, so how has it been for you in New York? Okay, craziness, insanity, you're able to balance it with, with the beauty of, of, of your former life. How is it to be an actor in New York? How has it been for you? Uh,
1: It's been, it's been, it's been incredible, an incredible journey in in so many different aspects. And, in my acting, uh, my small acting career, I would say, small in the sense of, it's been very, it's been such a short time. Um, as well as uh, me personally as a human being, it's it's been so thrilling. Well, the first one, I would say that the acting, you know, I came to New York thinking I wasn't so much of an intellectual. My parents are extremely smart people. They've done, you know, university, they're studying a lot. They're wonderful, wonderful people. But, you know, our conversation usually is on an intellectual level and, when I'm hanging out with my friends, I'm feeling a bit more emotional level connected, you know. So when I came to New York, I was convinced I wasn't an intellectual, you know. <laughs> and, then, and then I started like cool and all that. And I was like, wow, I'm so much in my head. It's insane. I am wanting to consider or not, I'm trying to make sense of everything. I'm trying to reason mm-hmm. control everything. So my first year was, and I'm still doing it. But my first year was my big, big job as an actor was learning to let go, learning to, learning to, to open, learning to be vulnerable, learning to not needing to understand, and yet be able to understand deeply. You know, and it, it is. It's life-changing. It is life-changing as an actor, as a human being. Uh, it's completely life-changing once you really not understand it only intellectually, which was what I was doing until now. I was really understanding most of the thing intellectually, but once you actually get it in your body, it, it's insane. It, it's just a life-changing experience. I
0: could see and, that in those photographs. Uh, I saw yes. photographs from your show. And the look in your face, it's, like, it's like a genuine reality. I wasn't looking at someone acting. I was looking at someone being. Which, which was yeah. quite brilliant. And you've come from a profession where you must be intellectual. You can't look at exactly. someone and say, I think you need surgery. No, you, 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 need, to, you need to be intellectual. So, so for you, it was that much more of a journey. Many people, it's just they're closed off or whatever, but you, it, it's like you had to change yeah. your entire life. Yeah, uh, uh, and, and apparently there's been some success with it, which is great. Yeah. Uh, how was the last show? How was... Because this was a perfect opportunity. You, it was a movement exactly. piece you had to exactly. exude.
1: Uh, for me, this is like, you know, the, 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 the climax of, of what we're talking about because never, ever a year ago would I have had to leave you if you told me that I was going to do a movement piece, you know? <laughs> and, and that's the thing. When I started to drop from my head into my body, I really felt that to express more and more with my body. And I just took this, you know, dancing class. It wasn't really dance, it was more movement experience, it's like Gaga, butcho and all those movement classes. Mm. And to really get into my body, I remember thinking, oh my god, I want to perform with my body, I really want it. And you, you know, you go on backstage, and I start this audition for a movement piece, and I'm like, you know, let me just go to the audition, because I'm going to learn. That's why I, that's how I take auditions. I'm always taking auditions as a learning opportunity. So I'm like, let me go to the audition, so I, just, I can learn about it. <sighs> I was like, I was so I was so surprised and choked and humble at the same time and this movement piece is putting everything we just talked about together, you know, it's really about it's a wonderful experience as one individual because you really learn to listen to your body, to your breath, express with your body you know, to the, all the way to your little finger, as well as because it's in a you human beings to such a deep level. There's no text. We don't talk to each other during any time of the piece. And yet we are so connected. It's incredible. I can feel everyone. Like even people who are behind me, I know who they are. Like I can tell this is Rosalie, this is Maria, this is this just by their way of breathing and being. It's it's really transcending.
0: You basically felt their aura.
1: Uh, yes. now, how
0: how does how does your how does your former life come into this in that sense Where because obviously you you understood the human body from a, a, a very uh, a medical level uh, uh how did this ha- how did that help was it like when you saw someone move or something you, because of the way they twitched the way they moved the way they looked at you the way they breathed you you felt something did 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 you find that your training kicked in in some way
1: i guess I'm I mean, being a doctor is 100% part of who I am now, consciously and unconsciously. And I think um, I have a better, I have a, mm, there's an easiness for me, easiness for me to now picture or visualize what I do, which is given to me because I know the anatomy of human beings really, of human bodies really well. So for example, you know, I'm really trying to be sensitive and really feel my body when it moves, but at the same time. I can visualize it in my mind as I move, and, and, and it's really easy to me to do so because I see the muscles, I see the bones, I see the whole structure. <sighs> so funny.
0: Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, uh, the, the husband of a, of a colleague was a, a psychiatrist, and we uh-huh. couldn't have conversations with him. Because the way he would look at us, we would just say, "Okay, he's just, he's analyzing us." So I don't, I don't. I'm afraid to speak. So, so I guess, I guess, in your case, it's it's a much more powerful thing. You're like you said, you're able to see the bone structure. Of someone, uh, someone's talking to you. That's that's really brilliant. Um, now, now, you're having a wonderful time with this. Now, how do your parents feel about you going from being a, a prosperous Swiss doctor to being to being a, a, an actor in New York? <laughs> Well, there's two parts of it. The number one
1: is, well, I really believe that even if you don't understand why someone does what he does, if you can feel that he's really in harmony with himself, it's hard not to support, you know? And that's one thing. Like, when I talk to my parents, I feel it would be different if I, were, I was, like, saying, Oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. I really love what I'm doing. Like, I really, really love it. It's not easy. It's a struggle. I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. I have no idea. But at the same time, I'm really, really in love with my life right now. And I think that is felt, you know, that is really felt. And I think my parents feel it. And they and, and they say that they are happy for me because they can see how much me I am now. You know what I mean? Well, your parents,
0: said uh, you, you said your parents are brilliant. And so, of course, they, yes. they're they going to feel what you're feeling, and, and how, exactly. can, how could they stop you then, if they if they <laughs> know intellectually how important this is to you?
1: Uh, you uh, yes. They do have some concern about, you know, <laughs> we, <laughs> obviously, you know, as a parent, it's obvious. You want your, your son and daughter to have the easiest lives, you know? You, you don't want them to run into trouble, you don't want them to have to think too much, you don't want them to be, you know, you want them to have the most easy life in the world, right? Of course. So, uh, between being or an actor in New York, uh, you know, think the easiest choice, is obvious. So, of course, there's moments where they say, are you going to be okay? with I can feel they're worried. It, it's normal, it's totally natural, and they care. Uh, but they never, never put me, you know, they never said, okay, you need to come back, you need to, you know, they never, like, they really, really respect and love my choices, but they, they still, you know, share the concern of
0: Oh, you are a very lucky man, though. Uh, I, I hear horror stories all the time about parents. There's a, uh, a singer that I know who talks all about how his father, whenever he spoke to his father, uh, the father would say, all I'm going to ever give you is a ticket home. So they, they were never they, they were never uh, uh, supportive. So, so you're lucky out on that sense. Let's, let's talk luck. Okay, so far you've been very lucky. You've come to New York. You love what you're doing. You're doing these pieces. Uh, your parents are supportive. That's wonderful what's what's the obstacles for you in New York now now number one uh, a big question now you said New York is not exactly what you imagine the insanity what are you finding in New York what what, what do you see as the New York uh, theatrical skyline?
1: Well what I see okay what I see in New York yeah so at first I didn't find that insanity that expressiveness that I was looking for but I think today I kind of find it probably because I'm going deeper and deeper into, you know, the art and, and the people I know and, and, and what I see. And I'm not anymore in that surface of just walking down the streets in New York. You know, right. right? Um, and what I see, what I really feel, especially as, a, as you say, as a mountain Swiss doctor, guy, <laughs> I can feel so much expression in New York. People express a lot. People are, you know, their individuality like it it can be into the way they dress the way they have their hair but as well as the way they speak it's really a city where expression is open it's there sometimes you know you hear people yelling at each other you people screaming but still i wonder if that's not even you know to some extent better than just holding everything and that's a little bit how it is back home for me everyone you know, making sure no one is disturbed, making sure you don't speak too loud, making sure on Sunday you don't even, you know, you don't do any noise because it's rest day, which is wonderful on uh, uh, its own way. But what I was looking for here was a way for me to be able to open myself up and express And That's what I find in New York is that beautiful. And I find people so beautiful. It's insane. When, when I see people expressing themselves, I find it so beautiful. It's, it's really, really, really nice. Um. But to answer your other question about the challenges, um, well, there's different ones. First, I would say there's a personal one, and then there's acting ones. I would say the personal ones are, in New York, it can be... Somebody told me once that New York is like a megaphone. It just makes everything louder. So when you're <laughs> happy, you're extremely happy. And when you're side-alone, you're extremely sad alone Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I would say... my, my when I first arrived in New York, that was my number one trouble. And I still feel it from time to time. It's that moment where you feel, you know, you're away from family, you're away from New York, you know, everything, you know. So feeling that loneliness, feeling that, you know, that, that, if New York is a wonderful place where people want to thrive as an individual, right? Nobody yes. comes to New York to just, you know, hang and sleep on a sofa or couch and do nothing. It's way too expensive for that. Indeed. So, so people come to New York to, you know, follow their dreams, thrive as an individual which is amazing and beautiful because it allows themselves to express themselves find themselves and all that. But at the same time, sometimes it comes with the cost of a certain kind of a social responsibility or certain kind of community. And I find my first year having, you know, a lot of trouble with that and finding like it, it was hard for me to connect to people to did not feel lonely, did not feel alone, surrounded by a you know. Right. Um, but now I feel like I have, Gentine's slowly fine, you know, it's a different kind of community, especially here. I live in Brooklyn and I feel like Brooklyn is way more going towards that direction and, and it's it's really nice, but that I was definitely one of my first challenges.
0: Oh, Brooklyn's very cool.
1: Brooklyn yeah. Brooklyn is the
0: new Manhattan, frankly, on so many <laughs> levels. So so you're lucked yeah. out even in your location.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I think Brooklyn Well, of course, I don't want to make a generalization, but I feel Brooklyn is a little bit more oriented towards having a community and certain kind of, you know, responsibility, neighborhood, and things like that. Manhattan feels less that way. I'm pretty sure there are parts of Manhattan that are like that too, but, you know, it's it's less felt.
0: Good luck in finding them. I'm a Brooklynite, and I used to live in Manhattan. Yes, Brooklyn is far more community.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, And now, as an actor, I think... My number one um, difficulty here is basically, well, first of all, I don't know many people in the industry, like I, I have my friends from acting schools, I have my friends from my plays and everything, but I, you know, back home in Sicily, it's really easy because it's such a small country that you know everyone, and hmm. it's, like it's and there's so many people who tell you so many things, you should do this, this way, no, you should do this, this way, no, you should do this, this, way, no, should do this. it's so... It's very puzzling to understand how this industry works. And at the same time, I guess it's my own little struggle, you know, do I want to stay and become uh, an independent artist and do theaters and plays and movies mm-hmm. and independent movies or, you know, there's the financial aspect as well, of but I'm like, no, I need, I need to make it whatever make it means, you know, just to be financial kind of stable and so it's always that question, how do you, how do you juggle with those two feelings and how, how do you open Store into that you know, next little bubble that is the industry where you know getting an agent, getting tasks for, getting auditions for for like bigger projects and all that. That is a little bit of a challenge to
0: mm-hmm. right now. How is that working for you? Have uh, in, in terms of getting connections how, how has that worked for you?
1: Um, it's been. I haven't been. In it, to be honest, because I wasn't sure how to start. But the tricky part for me as well is my visa situation. You know, I've met agents, I've met people that were basically telling me, like, as long as I don't have a green card, it's it's a little bit of a waste of time for them. Mm It's not a hard part because you get finally to meet an agent, you get finally to get connected, you get finally to go into that room that you tried to open the door for so long, and then you get stuck because of an administrative. You know, but it's, it's okay. I mean, it's, I really believe generally that everything comes at the right time, and and and, and we'll just see. The important thing is just to keep on being you know, on, <laughs> and keep on putting that intention. Keep on being active and proactive, and, and keep on moving forward with a smile and open heart. And somehow things will just
0: come. You are very smart because that's what every actor should do. But unfortunately, those of us born here, or or, or or not born in the beauty of where you were, uh, uh, have have that have a different kind of philosophy. Where we have the we have that 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 nervous energy that, that New York seems to have. Yes. So is, it's
1: that's the thing with New York, which is the beautiful thing about New York. is Things can happen so fast. If everything aligns, you can literally you know record a, an album and having out and in the market in a month if you want to. Like it, things can happen so fast in New York. But at the same time, we expect things to happen so fast, you know? Right. So, so the thing is that if you, you tell me, oh, you're going to wait at least half of Europe to get an agent, if I was in Europe, I'd be like, oh my God, that's great. If I'm in New York, I'm like, what, not next week? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it is, it is a little bit of a thing about New York.
0: It's funny, I get clients sometimes who call up and say, did the Times call you? And I'm like, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Start at least with your name. Who are you? <laughs> So you you are so right. What's what's the next what's the next piece for you? What's what's the next uh, uh rung on your ladder? What what's what are you working on now?
1: So I'm working on two things. I'm actually three. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two things. So there's a a play um, that I got cast in that's called uh, Cocaine, <laughs> which is a very interesting play. It's an old play from the 1950s in old New York, which I'm very excited about because it's going to have all that atmosphere of old New York which I apparently know is actually no way to dive into and I'm supposed to play a, a boxer who got injured so I'm actually going to start training as a boxer, like a boxing training which I'm very excited about. <laughs> that's great. what I love actually you get to try stuff in wonderful things. So, excuse me, I, I dropped a word there. Yes, that's okay. <laughs> it's <pretty cool. laughs> Um And Another piece, I am actually... Where is uh, Cocaine going to be done? It's going to be done at the... On the, the, theater.
0: the where? I'm it's sorry,
1: I didn't hear you. John the Sotel Theater. It's in the Hell's Kitchen.
0: John Z. Sotel, of course, I know him very well.
1: Yes, great here, theater. Oh, so uh, yeah, he's a dear friend of mine. Uh, I, I love them. That. That's the thing with theater. Dedicated you know, Meisner thing. teacher, really it's excellent. Yes, excellent, 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 excellent. Yeah, he's... He's wonderful. He's wonderful. The whole, the whole theater there is wonderful. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's one piece. The other piece is um, there's a wonderful, beautiful preserve um, in uh, Long Island uh, that's called Sands Point Reserve. And that's beautiful mansion there. It used to be a Guggenheim estate. And every year they do this kind of immersive theater there. So that's another. I'm going like, <laughs> to be looking for it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great! That's well, that's that's the that's the latest thing now is immersive theater to, to make the audience part of yes. part of the action. Yes. Oh, that's great! So you you're jumping on a very powerful trend.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. And and being able to you know being able to go from a guy who's playing about boxer in nineteen forties in New York to Dr. Freud, which is someone you know I always admired. It's uh, you know like how can you resolve a better life? <laughs> oh, that's great! Oh my goodness! And, Finally the last thing I hesitated to say but I think I'll say it so you force me to do it. I'm actually creating my own piece. Um, yeah, which which will have to do with a little bit of what we talked about. Like I feel I'm calling it an exploration of what it means to be an artist and not what does it mean to be an artist because I would never pretend I know. But it's an exploration of what it means to be an artist. It's pretty pretty much that journey that I felt like I went through from, you know, very intellectual, very in your head down to in your body, it's only realizing that, that there's so many more dimensions in life that what we think there are is uh, uh, the beginning.
0: So you're creating your own piece, Essentially, you're writing your own play.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where, where are you doing this? Where is this going to be done? I don't know yet. I am purely into the, the, the workshopping of it and all of that, and, and uh, it's my goal is to have it uh, by the end of the year. Um, and I think the first time, it's going to be, like, mostly a workshop kind of preview. Just, you know, you need audience, you need people to see it, to make it better, to really put it in a, in a, in a bigger place afterwards. But this is, this is like, uh, it's been, I've been working on it, but it's, it's like, it's still growing, but it's so, growing. So this was your decision?
0: It's not like a company invited you to
1: do this? No, no. This is oh something gosh, that I really felt in me. And I was like, okay, I need to do it. I just need to do it. I have my visa until the end of the year. Hopefully, like, I have big hopes I'll get my next one. But if I do not get my visa and I need to go back home, I really want to have at least done that piece before going, you
0: know? It, that's that's, that's so, quite a quite a swan song for, or in this case, take a take a quick break from New York with. Wow, that's great. I, I don't think you're going to have to worry about it. It sounds like the the dynamics I'm hearing in your voice, the the, the ambition, the dedication, the energy... Uh, it, it's funny you're asking people how to do it when you're doing it right all along.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they need to be asking you, for heaven's sake, on how to do it.
1: <laughs> oh. maybe, maybe people should ask themselves, listen to themselves more. <laughs> that's true. At the end of the day, we all have the answers inside ourselves. But yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to
0: that because I completely agree with you on that. We, we all have the answers inside of ourselves, and you've given all of us such amazing answers, Andre. Thank you so much. This has been absolutely wonderful. I'm, uh, I'm going to tell all our listeners to, to start paying attention to John D. Sotil, and, and when, when your project is coming up there, and, and just to, to watch for your name. You are not someone who's going back home and administering aspirin. You are staying here. <laughs>
1: absolutely wonderful thank you so much thank you thank you it was really nice yeah same here ciao have a
0: beautiful day thank you same to you